and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely blessed day today. And a lot of stuff going on over the weekend. I was reading some news articles and different research that's coming out. And, you know, it's just, it's not even to the point now. I was talking to one of my good friends about this this weekend. I said it's not even, they're not even trying to hide anything in plain sight anymore. They're just blatantly coming out with what they're doing. They're not even trying to be discreet as they used to be, which tells me they're getting nervous because the plan, the globalist plan to push their agenda is not working the way they expect it to in a lot of cases, as so many people are starting to wake up. And the other troubling part about it is, though, is that there's also a huge degree of individuals that are completely and totally asleep, that just comply. Last uh, Saturday, two days ago, me and uh, my buddy of mine, we wanted to go to Walmart. I want to see if there's a DVD in stock that I wanted to get. And, of course, they didn't. So we went to Walmart. It's like 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. So, you know, we pretty much went in expecting to have some type of significant confrontation. I was like, you know, we're already going to go. We already know what's going to happen. We might as well just be ready for it. And we were kind of bored and figured we'd go start something if something happens somewhere, which I don't recommend anybody doing. But we went into our disbelief. There was no confrontation at all. We walked in, and, you know, there was an outside person that kind of mumbled that we needed to have a mask on. And I said, no, thank you, but I'm trying to quit. He just kind of looked at the ground. And we walked through, went and looked for the DVD. They didn't have it, so we ended up leaving. And every single person, every single person in Walmart was wearing a mask and was staring at us with these big, giant eyes like we walked in, like dripping like leprosy. Like we're like oozing walking around. I mean, we're well dressed. I mean, we're walking through. And we go to the back, and there's a bunch of DVD sections. And there's a family with three kids, about, about Hunter's age, roughly around there, probably three, four, five. All had masks on. Little kids, poor little kids, these masks on, like half the size of their face. And we walk over to the area that they're in, not even really beside them. But, you know, fairly close to them, probably six, seven feet away from them. And the parents look at us, and they have this look of, like, terror in their eyes. Not joking. Like, terror. Like, they're scared of us. They grab all three of their kids, corral them over, say, oh, let's go look over here, honey. And they walk around the corner and disappear. Never be seen before again. Because we walked in, we didn't have our faces covered like, you know, Muslims, I guess. I don't know what they expected. And so it just kind of showed me the how pitiful America has become in some areas of the country, even in my local area when you go to Walmart, that so many people are so brainwashed right now, they don't even see what is being done to them. And it's funny because, you know, you hear all these arguments, well, if the mask saved one person, it would be enough. It would be enough. If everybody wore a mask and one person's life was saved, then everybody should wear a mask. And then what's funny is then you go, well, We've seen that hydroxychloroquine's had a 100% success rate. So even if one person was saved from hydroxychloroquine in ICU, why wouldn't it? Whoa, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. It hasn't been shown to actually prevent that yet. There's no research. You know, actually, there's numerous doctors that have said otherwise. No, 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 there's no research. So it's funny to me how we see 
the contradictory nature when it comes to the peasants of this country that are completely and totally brainwashed like sheep to follow exactly what they say on mainstream media. I talked to someone about this the other day. I said, isn't it funny, the beginning of this pandemic, how they said, do not use masks. Healthcare professionals use masks. You do not need to use masks. It is not going to stop anything. We're going to shut down the economy for two weeks and flatten the curve. That went on for three months. No mask. Nothing really significantly changed. The numbers have continually been hyped, manipulated, and lied about to try to keep the agenda and narrative going. And now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere... As soon as the government gets their contracts and these mayors and governors get these big contracts and they get these masks in that they spent all this money on, including Governor Newsom, one billion dollar contract for face masks for China, which he refuses to disclose how many masks he even got, what he's doing with all the masks, where he's storing all the masks, if all the money actually went to the mask, or if any of the money was funneled back to him, refused to answer anything, literally has blacklisted all of it. And now at the same time, we see down in South Florida, I told you guys yesterday, they have roving patrol of undercover police task force to do task force stops on people that are not wearing masks properly and finding them $100. All at the same time, we see research after research discuss vitamin C, discuss the aspects of hydroxychloroquine, refuse to be even spoken about by anyone. And this is something that I saw now is this vaccine is going to start coming out more and more aggressively. As we've already seen, that AstraZeneca is now openly bragging how they now have legal immunity from all side effects caused by this coronavirus. AstraZeneca has been granted protection from future any and all product liability claims related to the COVID-19 vaccine, hopefully by almost all countries of which it has struck supply agreements, reports routers. United States already has a law to exclude tort claims from products that help control the public health crisis in the form of the 2005 Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act. And now what's interesting about this now is that the federal government and Yale have actually quietly been holding clinical trials on how to best persuade Americans into taking this Fauci-Gates COVID-19 pandemic vaccine. This is published on clinicaltrials.gov. The study tests different messages. I'm quoting. This is a brief summary of states about it. This study tests different messages about vaccinating against COVID-19 once the vaccine becomes available. Participants are randomized to one of 12 arms with one control arm and one baseline arm. We will compare the reported willingness to get a COVID-19 vaccine at three and six months. They go on to show here the intervention control arms. And I quote, this is what they say, control arm one and all the way down. First control arm, control message. Second, baseline message. Third, personal freedom message. Next, economic freedom message. Self-interest message. Community interest message. Economic benefit message. Guilt message. Embarrassment message. Anger message. Trust in science message. Not bravery message. Now what this is, is one to 15 to each of the 10 other treatment arms will basically be given this message to see if they will comply. 
This, my friends, is a psychological warfare study. This is what this is. I'm going to post this on the website so you guys can look at it. And I'll go through a couple of these here just because I want you guys to understand what they're saying. The one here, one-fifteenth of the sample will be to sign the embarrassment message. The message is about the danger that COVID-19 presents to the health of one family and community. The best way to protect them is by getting vaccinated, by working together to make sure that enough people are vaccinated. Then it asks the participants to imagine the embarrassment they will feel if they don't get vaccinated and they spread the disease. Another one. Not bravery message. One-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to the message which describes how firefighters, doctors, and frontline medical workers are brave. Those who choose not to get the vaccine against COVID-19 are not brave. And you can see how this goes on and on and on. This is a controlled psychological warfare research study. This is being done to see the response from the participants and which is going to be the most effective message in the mainstream media and in social media to encourage and enforce vaccination across the entire country. This, my friends, has come right out of the CIA handbook on figuring out psych-op warfare on a civilian, basically a civilian institution, civilian populace. This is, by all means, a full-blown war on us. I want people to understand what's going on. So something I saw, and I just wanted to bring this up today, Dad, very troubling to see but not surprising, but it shows you they are getting geared up for full vaccine compliance in the United States, or they would not be doing this level of an extensive psychological warfare research study to try to figure out the best way to get people to comply with a RNA COVID vaccine that we already know does not work even effectively as they've already shown now that the antibodies wear off in a matter of weeks and that the last Moderna trial had over 50% adverse effect on the people that tried it in the research study. So again, there's something going on much bigger behind the scenes and we have to continually expose it then. Uh, you know, often the whole thing is the the group of people that run the planet, the Sabbateans, the Kabbalists. Uh, Edward Bernays was a Kabbalist. He was a Sabbatean. Uh, he was Luciferian. So was Freud. And, you know, they developed this mass hypnosis of marketing and advertising to control the masses. And he even wrote and said that, that they were controlling the entire population of the planet from behind the scenes. He wrote this back in the 20s. I mean, this, you know, I mean, 100 years ago, 20s. I mean, this, this is the guy who, who, who is the father of marketing and advertising and using Freudian and Hegelian dialectic techniques in order to program the mass population through hypnosis, through theta and beta brainwaves, and through manipulation of children until the age of seven or eight while they were in a theta brainwave standpoint in order to program this so that it could not be broken, that would be hardwired to believe this stuff. This is where we are now, 100 years later. This is what they've done. And, you know, you got to think through this RNA vaccine and what it's going to do. Is it going to rewrite the DNA? Yes. Is it going to make you something other than human? Yes. But, you know, they've been experimenting with this for a long time. Why do you think they've been putting fetal cells, fetal cells in vaccines for decades now? Fetal cells. I mean, dead baby vaccines. They're dead baby vaccines is what they are. They're using dead baby fetal cells. Aborted babies, that's right, aborted baby fetal cells, dead babies, in the vaccines they're injecting in you. Now, you think about this for a second. Suddenly, we have this plethora 
of transgender people coming out. Boys who want to be girls, girls who want to be boys, and they're getting unbelievably confused. Now, are they injecting female DNA into boys? Are they injecting male DNA into girls? It's from aborted fetal cells? We have no idea what these guys are doing. We don't know what they're doing as far as trying to rewrite our DNA to start with. Suddenly, we have millions of people who think they're the other sex. This wasn't normal. This never happened before. Now, I know we have the soy and the estrogen and all the other things are already part of this. These guys, like I talked about on Friday, they don't want sex differentiation. They don't want that. They want us all to be one sex, be a boy, be a girl, be a sponge, be a walrus, be a zookeeper, whatever you want to be this, this week. This is all pushed via Obama. They've got the people so programmed now in the United States when this article just came out by Ron Paul. It says that people have been so spooked by state-sanctioned project fear, they call it, that they believe tens of millions have died in the United States from COVID-19. I'm posting this on the website. They believe tens of millions of people have died from COVID-19. If you ask the average person, that's why, Austin, when you went into Walmart on Saturday night, they were looking at you like you had leprosy because they were scared to death of you. They were frightened that you were going to infect them with the disease. Now, they can't be ask questions of, you know, will hydroxychloroquine win and zinc and vitamin C and D3 and potassium iodide, you know, will they work as far as helping you to overcome these things? They, their mind has already been programmed by the media. They're so used to being programmed after 20 years or 15 years or 30 years of watching the TV set that they're easy enough to control via the media now, which they've proven this. You know, you got to look at Brave the World book, uh, Brave New World, and you know, in 1984, you've got to look at what these people said was going to happen. It says, one of the quotes is, within the next generation, I believe the world's rulers will discover that infant, listen to this, infant conditioning. Well, how about that with the vaccines and with soy protein and, and basically watching them on iPads, that infant conditioning and narco-hypnosis using drugs are more efficient as instruments of government than clubs and prisons. And that the lust for power can be just as completely satisfied by suggesting people into loving their servitude by being prisoners as by flogging and kicking them into obedience. Whoa! They're saying that people will love the prison that you put them in, that they can be made to love it. People everywhere now are going around and actually getting into fights. Fights. Because people don't have masks on. They're literally starting fights with people who aren't wearing masks because they see them as a source of this disease. I mean, this is incredible. This feminization of males has contributed greatly to the downward spiral of our society. And they saw all of this stuff, you know, using the plastics and the BPA back in the 40s and 50s. They knew this was going to happen. They knew it with fluoride. The, the willingness, literally, of tens of millions unquestionably believe what they've been told by their leaders is, is unbelievable to me. Even though we know that 99.97% of the population is going to not die from this disease. But they still are scared to death because they've been programmed via the media. I mean, the virus has less negative impact on school-aged children than the annual flu, but governors, mayors, and teachers' unions are refusing to open schools this fall. I mean, think about that. They don't close the schools because of flu or because of colds. You know, remember, this year started with fears of war with Iran after the assassination of a key general in Iran, in Iraq. The, the three-year troop coup by Obama and Clinton and their conspirators, the Trump Trump coup by Obama, the three-year Trump coup by Obama, Clinton, and their conspirators about this Russian collusion using the FBI and the CIA and Congress 
It was a collapsing under the weight of lives and all the stuff that's happening with Epstein. So then we had to turn right around and we had to dump a whole a bunch of virus stuff news into the media. We had a financial system that had been pumping up the financial system by QE every single night to the terms of literally hundreds of billions of dollars pumping it into the QE every single night in order to keep the stock market up starting last summer. You guys remember that? And I warned everybody, this can't keep going like this. But just in the nick of time, before the stock market collapsed, the Chinese coronavirus shows up, and now it conveniently spread across the globe. Now, of course, experts at the behest of Bill Gates have convinced Trump to shut down the economy, which is one of the stupidest decisions a president's ever made, on apocalyptic forecasts, and the stock market plummeted 32% a matter of weeks. But, of course, then this group of people, this bank out, the bankers, printed trillions of dollars and pumped it into the system to cover their derivative bets, which pushed the stock market back up. Now, think about it. In 2009, we had a swine flu pandemic. It was estimated by the CDC and WHO to have infected 700 million people to 1.4 billion people and killed between 150,000 and 575,000. But there were no shutdowns in business or lockdowns anywhere. But the bankers wanted a lockdown. The bankers wanted this to go and to go and to go and to go so they could pay off the derivative debt. The government pretends that only 18 million Americans are unemployed when 118 million working-age Americans are not working. The government's been sending 600 per week to unemployed Americans. Borrow from future generations, so they'll spend it today and make it appear like the economy is recovering. Small businesses pretend they're not bankrupt because by pretending to pay employees with money borrowed from the government so they don't have to pay it back, also borrowed from future generations. The Federal Reserve and their Wall Street owners, the Kabbalists, pretend that the $3 trillion increase in the Fed balance sheet was to help Main Street when it was nothing but to transfer public wealth to the oligarchs, back to the doggone Kabbalists again. And this is crazy. Homeowners and renters pretend to pay their mortgages and rent to banks and landlords while nobody's paying the rent, apparently. About a third of people don't pay rent anymore. So we have to remember the Fed has to honor their obligations. They're saying we're going to do whatever it takes to fix this mess. This is the same. This is the Kabbalists that I exposed on Friday again. And remember, these guys behind the scenes, they're not, they're not, these guys are having human sacrifice rituals right, right now behind the scenes. These wizards and warlocks. They're sacrificing humans and young girls and children in their sex ritual orgies right now. While you and I are speaking on the show to maintain the energy field around the planet for this mass hypnosis. That's what they do. you got to understand how they think. That's how they control the planet. They did it before with the pyramids with an energy field. That was destroyed by God. Then they, they started doing it with all of this stuff with the mass hypnosis that they've been doing for thousands of years. And you turn right back around, and now they're building a 5G system to make it even more efficient to control the energy field around the planet. You think, well, the Federal Reserve really doesn't want to do this. They really don't want to do this. They're just trying to help us. You know, these are the best, brightest minds in the world, and, and these guys are – that, that is – by the way, I have a friend of mine who gave me this argument the other day. I'd rather have the Federal Reserve running the country than Congress. I'm like, oh, God, you're an idiot. And I'm, I hate to say it about the guy, but he's very smart, very smart, brilliant guy, but hadn't got the common sense that God gave a jackrabbit. I mean, really believes that, you know, the COVID-19 thing is basically, you know, going to kill everybody when 99.7% of the people recover and the vast majority of the people who have, quote-unquote, test positive that we now realize is a 50% false positive rate basically have no symptoms whatsoever. I mean, it's crazy. The people believe this stuff. So you think, well, the Fed wouldn't do this to us. Well, here we go. 
Another article right here from The Hill this morning. Top Federal Reserve official says U.S. needs another lockdown to save the economy. There we go. Neil Koskari, president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve Bank, said the nation needs to control the spread of the virus, which is increasingly across much, increasing across most of the country, to get back on a path to economic health. There's the only way we're really going to have a really robust economy recovery is to completely shut down the country. Otherwise, we're going to have flare-ups, lockdowns, and very halt recovery of many more job losses and many more bankruptcies for an extended period of time, unfortunately, he said on CBS Face the Nation. What? Yeah. Now, I paraphrased part of that, but you go back and read the whole article we have posted on Health Masters. Now, here's the thing about this. Here he is again, Federal Reserve Bank, saying we need to lock down the entire economy, lock down the entire planet for an extended period of time to stop this. Why? No, it has nothing to do with them stopping it. It has everything to do with another fiscal policy bailout from the Congress giving the Fed trillions and trillions of more dollars to their banking cronies to continue to inflate the currency. Now, what has happened now, because they haven't passed another giveaway program through Congress, the dollar is stabilizing against world currencies, and gold has dropped back down this weekend. Now, that's because we're not hyperinflating the currency with more and more money printing. In fact, the dollar has actually gone up a little bit against the Swiss franc, which is like a benchmark currency. So they're trying, in my opinion, to regulate the drop of the value of the dollar by maintaining short positions in the gold market to prevent the gold from going through the roof to make people think we're experiencing hyperinflation. So the, all of this stuff being made, because remember, these bankers that do these ceremonies and these sacrifices and all this stuff at the highest levels, these wizards, they don't see money as paper. They see it as an energy flow. That's how they see it. And they have to, they want to control the energy flow. So these guys are well in charge of the entire world. Sure, I've got a friend of mine, a niece over in Germany. She texted me this weekend, and she said, you know, we're, we're basically protesting. We have millions of people protesting in Germany this weekend because of these draconian lockdowns. And my response to her was, she's blaming it all on the German government. It's not the German government. I said, it's the German Central Bank. It's the Rothschild boys. They control all of the major economies, all of the major central banks in the world, and they're the only ones that have the power to, to shut the planet down and because they are the only ones that are the common denominator. Now think about that for a second. Many governments, many form of governments, many different leaders, many different people, many different congresses and groups of people running different countries, what's the common denominator? They all have a Rothschild-controlled central bank. Think through that for a second. Austin, what do you think? No, that's that's exactly well said. And this is what we're seeing now. And you nailed it. You said these guys would, would – remember, to them, money is a power. It is the ultimate power because you can control people. You can control countries. You can control full nations with the money. They, they're buying stuff. You know, we think of money like, oh, man, you know, it would be cool to say, you know, win a million dollars in the lotto. You know, invest part of it, buy some property. You know, like, okay, buy some gold and silver. To them, you got to remember, when you're on that level, and these guys are basically trillionaires. I know it sounds odd, but when you own everything, which is exactly what they're doing, when you can print as much money as you want and buy up everything you want, that's what. And I, I said this, and I will stand by this all the way to the end. This COVID has been one giant theft, probably the biggest theft and wealth transfer from the American population that we will ever see in recorded history. 
That's all this is, as far as that aspect of it. The the CARES Act and the money they're giving to everybody to help them out, they completely and totally plan all of it. They knew they had to give the peasants at least a couple pennies or else they were going to revolt when they shut down the economy. That was the only way they were going to shut everything down and keep people inside their houses if they started giving them a $1,200 check and $600 a week in unemployment. The problem is so many people bought the lie and said, oh, well, they're going to give us money. They're gonna, no, they, they didn't give you anything. They didn't give anybody anything. All they did was transfer money to their banks, and the banks gave it out to people for a few hundred billion dollars, while they turned around and wrote themselves a check for $2 trillion to give to all these other companies and all these other medical industrial complex entities. And then they turned around, which something they still won't even talk about in the mainstream media, they blatantly said, we are going to spend at least $4 trillion to keep the stock market afloat. Well, you ask yourself, how do they do that? They pump the money into the stock market and buy up huge swaths of the stock. Now, here's the kicker. They don't sell it. They own it. So when the economy starts to go kaput, and it goes kaput when they want it to go down, and the stock market starts to contract, they're the ones left holding control and ownership of all the major corporations. That's exactly what they did in Weimar Republic, and Dad nailed it perfectly. When everything goes kaput and the dollar is worthless, they don't care if the dollar is worthless. They have all their money in gold and blue-chip stocks and corporations that they still are funding through the medical-industrial complex. Why do you think all of these big bankers have huge stakes in Pfizer and Moderna and GlaxoSmithKline? All the big pharmaceutical companies are owned by the bankers because they take the money from the Fed at interest, give it to the medical-industrial complex via the vaccine grants and all the other billions of dollars they're giving, so they fund their own operation. When everything goes crap, they turn around and own it all. This is a complete and total wealth transfer of the United States populace, the biggest, in my opinion, that we've ever seen in U.S. history. That's why we see a GDP of negative 32%, but the stock market's at 26, 27,000 on the Dow again, almost back up to its record high. That's physically impossible in an open, true market. It doesn't work that way. It never has worked that way. But when you dump $4 trillion, well, heck, you could just pretty much buy anything you want. You can keep anything going as long as you want. Now we're starting to see at the exact same time they're giving away money hand over fist, funding pharmaceutical companies to produce vaccines that have little to no long-term testing or any type of significant research and how they're going to work. At the same time, they're going in and cutting funding from all of the local law enforcement. They said police and law enforcement has been reduced by $150 million. Police funding in New York has been slashed by a total of $150 billion. Now, Russia Today, RT.com, just released an article in, uh, basically from the Minneapolis city government that tells residents to give up their phones and wallets to cooperate with cr criminals. I kid you not, this is an embarrassment. The fact that a city in the United States is capitulating to this and puts it out on public knowledge. The reason why they did this is they want everybody to know that criminals have a full-blown 
open wallet right now. They can do anything they want. It says right here, 100 robberies and 20 carjackings have been reported just in the 3rd Precinct Police in July alone. Downtown Minneapolis has seen an increase as well. We want everybody to live safe. Robbery and prevention tips. Do not walk alone. Carry only items you need and carry much less cash. Be prepared to give up your cell phone, purse, or wallet. Despite all our efforts, robberies will still occur. Do not argue or fight with the criminal. Do as they say, and your safety is most important. Did y'all just hear me right now? Did y'all just hear what I said? The Minneapolis city government is telling its residents... Don't carry cash. Be prepared to give up your cell phone and wallet and do as they say. Your safety is more important. Not, we want everybody right now to use judicial marksmanship in your Second Amendment. We want every law-abiding citizen to carry a firearm and protect yourselves accordingly right now. We want everybody to make sure you're going out with multiple people. If you have somebody approach you that looks like they cause ill intent, give them verbal commands. If they show you a deadly weapon, draw your firearm and discharge in a safe manner to stop them from doing you great bodily harm. No, 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 no. They they wouldn't say that. They're telling everybody, do as they say. Be prepared to give up your cell phone and purse and wallet. This, my friends, is what a communist overthrow looks like in the United States of America. We are witnessing it firsthand. We saw the beginning rise of it two months ago when the terrorist groups that were being funded by George Soros, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa started going around rioting, destroying, pillaging, burning everything. Now we're seeing direct letters from local city municipalities for their citizens to obey the criminals when they are robbed and to hand over their purse and wallet and cell phone because why? It's for your safety. As they say right here, your safety is most most important. Because, it, guys, it's for your safety. You know, let them rob you. Let them carjack you. Let them steal your stuff. Do as they say because it's for your safety. Unreal, Dad. You know, often the craziest part about all of this stuff is that, you know, we called it. We called it years ago. We told you these are the guys running this show, and here they are. They're proving it. But it's sad to me because I'm like you. I'm so frustrated that there aren't more patriots, that there aren't more people standing the ground. Saturday I went into a grocery store, you know, and I walked around. It was the Greenwise in Lakeland, and nobody said anything to me about a mask inside, but I walked outside. This big black guy is like six foot four, walking in. He's wearing a mask. And he was getting out of his car right beside my car, and I looked at him. I said, dude, you know the masks don't work. And he goes, I know. And I, I said, well, why are you wearing it? And he goes, well, because I got tired of people looking at me like they're going to kill me rather than wearing the mask so it's just easier to comply. And I said, so you're basically going to do what the masses want you to do even though you know they don't work. He goes, well, it's just easier that way. And I said, you don't see me wearing a mask, bud. I said, you got to think through this for a second. If we all allow them to shackle us, which is what they're doing to you right now, they're going to force you via compliance to do what they want, including vaccinations. Well, I'm not taking that vaccine. I said, dude, you're already programming yourself to take the vaccine. And so then he walked into the store, you know, putting his mask back on. And I thought, what the heck did I just have a conversation with him for? Then we walked into the store, same store yesterday, and we went over there to get a Chipotle bowl. 
And, uh, you know, we were the only ones, again, I mean the only ones, me, Sharon, and Savannah, that weren't wearing a mask. And we had not just sat down when they play an announcement over the speakers. You know, it is the policy of Publix and Greenwise that every person coming into the store must wear a mask for the safety of others. And I just started laughing. And I looked at Sharon, I looked at Savannah, and I said, that was for us. I said, some Karen, some woman, excuse me, I shouldn't say Karen, some Jezebel, just came up and said, hey, you know, you know, these guys aren't wearing a mask, so we need to turn around and basically let them know they can't walk around in here without having a mask on. And sure enough, they played the public service announcement, but nobody said anything to us. And I thought to myself, this is ludicrous. Why are we, we were the literally only people in there without a mask. And before, you know, there would be here and there people without it. Now, it's, it's sad. It made it sad to me. Now, this weekend, we went up to my mother-in-law's on Sunday, and we had lunch with her. And then we basically, you know, or I see on Saturday, and then we, 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 we went around different areas of the villages there in Leesburg, and there were people everywhere not wearing masks, which I thought was wonderful. So, you know, we have this breakdown in certain societal groups of whether they're going to wear a mask or not wear a mask. But, the guys, the reality is this. Why are any of us doing this? And then I had a top evangelical contact me this weekend and say, well, don't you believe in following what the government says? I'm talking, if I gave you the guy's name, you would know him. And, and I said, yes, I believe that we should obey the government edicts if it lines up with the word of God and if it's not complete and total nonsense. I, yes, I believe we should do that. But otherwise, no. Like, I don't believe in abortion. So I don't believe we should obey that. I think it's nuts. So why do you say, Romans 8 says so you have to follow the government. Well, the government says abortion is okay. I don't think it's okay, so I'm not going to do that. You know, don't think it's okay. And see, this is the problem that we have with Christians right now. Now, we did go to church yesterday, and it was nice, because we went to church and had a great sermon. And there were literally nobody, there was literally no one in the church wearing masks during the service. And I thought, okay, okay, people are getting it. So there are pockets of people that are giving resistance, but there are people out there yet who are still complying with this nonsense. By the way, here's a really good article. kind of ties us all together. World Bank, Rothschild, World Bank, offered Valerius $940 million coronavirus loan, but only if they locked down and destroyed their economy. What? There you go. Yep. The World Bank wanted to lock down, like Italy did in March and April, the Valerius president, Alessandro, Lesiacho, considered the last tyrant in Europe, turned down the offer. Then he went public with the details. It makes you wonder how often this happens to less prosperous nations. So now they're offering bribes to these nations in the forms of these loans which they know they can never pay back and in order to shut down and destroy their economy. I'm going to repeat it again. The World Bank offered Belarius $940 million coronavirus loan, but only if they locked down and destroyed their own economy. That's what's happening right now. We need to understand that. So we need to also realize, guys, that if we don't stand against these clowns, who's going to stand against them? Who's going to stand against them? If we don't stand against them, who's going to stand against them? You guys know the truth. I've been telling you guys the truth, and also been telling you guys the truth for years. If we don't stand against it, who's going to stand against it? By the way, the Netherlands refuses to mandate face masks, and Sweden says they are pointless. So they're getting pushed back in Europe, as they are in Germany. Here's another interesting article, and it's, it's from a, a vaccine uh, article that was written. It says, nobody needs to die. Frontline doctors storm D.C. claiming thousands of doctors are being silenced on facts and treatments for COVID-19. The censorship is unbelievable 
what's happening right now. And now Trump administration has sidelined the Centers for Disease Control to give the Pentagon unprecedented role in vaccine distribution. What does that mean, friends? That means troops in the streets going door to door with syringes. That's what that means. Now, that's kind of scary if you ask me, because I don't think that's okay. But guys, think through this for a second. How programmed are we? Right now we have this, this Muslim up in uh, Minnesota, this Omar. She basically now is having a hard time with her primary challenge. And it says, we don't need someone distracted with Twitter as Elon Omar twice off tough primary challenge. This lady is dumb as a box of rocks. And she's basically congressional, congresswoman out of, out of in that area. She needs to go away, by the way, if you guys are up in that area. Everybody's campaign against her. And now here's something that's complete and total fabrication. It's just to feed the masses. You guys, this is so stupid. SpaceX capsule and NASA crew make first splashdown in 45 years. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And NASA astronauts Robert Behinkin and Douglas Hurley are, are basically splashing down an Endeavour spacecraft on board SpaceX Governor Navigator recovery ship shortly after having landed in the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Pensacola on Sunday, August the 2nd. Now, wait a minute. So you're telling me that as advanced as our spaceships are, as advanced as the space shuttle was, as advanced as our rocket program and our extraterrestrial research is 2020, that we're using 1940s and 50s rocket technology and we're having to take a capsule and splash down in the ocean after 45 years that we've gone back half a century. You're trying to make me believe this really happened. I don't believe it. How about, how about you guys? I don't believe it. I think it's complete and total nonsense. I don't think for one second that this actually happened. I don't. Now, they may have dropped something out of an airplane with a big parachute. They may have done that. They may have actually dropped the capsule out of the back of a C-130 with a big parachute. So, oh, here it is. It's coming down from space. It's going to land down in the ocean. Do you want, you want us to believe that we really have not gone any further along after 70 years than this? I mean, you guys tell us that we put a man on the moon back in 1970 with Apollo. But yet you want us to believe that we're splashing down 50 years later? Come on, guys. Listen to this. Within a half hour of splashdown, the scorched and blistered 16-foot capsule was hoisted aboard a SpaceX recovery ship. Notice it wasn't filled with reporters. It was a SpaceX recovery ship with a staff of more than 40, including doctors and nurses. Oh, yeah. To keep the returning astronauts safe in the pandemic. What? Safe in the pandemic? They've been in space in a vacuum. The recovery crew quarantined for two weeks and were tested for the coronavirus. The opening of the hatch, listen to this, listen to this. The opening of the hatch was held up briefly by extra, extra toxic rocket fumes outside of the capsule. Why would there be toxic rocket fumes outside of the capsule? Wouldn't they have, like, blown away with the wind? Hello? After medical checkups, the astronauts were flown by helicopter to Pensacola and then to Houston. Wait a minute. And then they tell you after they recovered this thing and they took it inside the ship and out of public view, that it took a full hour to get these guys out of the ship. Wait a minute. No, they had to take a full hour to probably put the people in the ship to stage it. This is such crap. I cannot believe that we are talking about splashing down capsules in the Gulf of Mexico and that people actually believe this stuff. I mean, the space shuttle was far more advanced than this, and that was antiquated technology, they retired it. So I, I wanted to come out, because 
remember, the Elon Musk is a complete and total Rothschild cutout. He's not developing this technology. He's just a figurehead, like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and the rest of these guys. They're used by the international banking cartels to direct and to guide the masses into the belief structure they want. Notice Bill Gates had his $50 billion or $50 billion, I guess it was, and Warren Buffett has $50 billion. They combined it together, this giant thing that Bill Gates runs now. Yeah. You know why they did that? Because they let Bill Gates and Warren Buffett know who really runs the money and who really controls the assets. Yeah, how about that? What do you think, Austin? Yeah, it's well said. I saw the same thing with the splashdown too, and I'm like, dude, really? I mean, they they expect everybody to believe we're still back, you know, in the <laughs> 1950s and 60s with a lot of this stuff. I mean, and you see what we already have, even on record with the F-22 and F-35 Raptors and what they're capable of doing. And you know, what, you got to remember this whole thing that we're in right now. It's kind of like the Matrix, the movie. Now I know everybody's pretty much seen that movie. There's this this hologram basically in front of us. They want you to believe. There's this reel, this movie reel that's constantly playing. And you're supposed to just keep watching it. You stay in it. You completely stay in the matrix. Keep focused in the matrix. Don't think of anything. And as long as they keep playing the crap, and as long as they keep force-feeding the lies, most people don't know otherwise because when they do hear something – their cognitive dissonance has become so strong due to the psychological warfare that they've been under from all these different tactics, they refuse to believe it. They refuse to believe it, like Dad just said, with a guy at Greenwise. Yeah, I know. They don't work. I know they don't work. I, I can guarantee you if you did a survey of people coming out of a store and you could actually get away with it without somebody calling the cops on you because you weren't wearing a mask, and you actually talked to people and said, hey, I want to know what's the main reasoning behind you wearing the mask, and get people's opinions, see what they say. I can guarantee you probably the vast majority, over 50%, would probably say, well, I just don't want to have any problems, or it's because they mandated it and I, you know, I'm, just, I'm doing it to comply, or like he said, I got tired of people looking at me like basically they wanted to kill me with these angry eyes. I mean, it was, it was incredible to see that type of just almost discrimination when me and Chase walked into Walmart the other day. I mean, where people were actively trying to stay away from us. We got close to somebody within six, seven feet, and they would grab their kids and walk away from us while they looked at us with these just seeding eyes. Like, oh my gosh, they're, these unclean people are in here. These, they got leprosy. Stay away from them. And, you know, we thought it was funny because Chase and I have a very high self-esteem, and sometimes we like to poke at stuff. But to a lot of people, they, you know, really like to have that affirmation from other people. They always like to have somebody approving of them. I could see from a psychological standpoint how that would really start to mess you up. If you're really into people always affirming you and being okay with you and liking you, and everywhere you go, everybody's looking at you with these hateful eyes and trying to avoid you like the plague, I could see how some people would have a very hard time psychologically with that. The problem with it is, is where do we draw the line on this? As we already said last week, Fauci came out and said, hey, you need to wear goggles. You need to wear a face shield and a mask. The mask isn't enough now. You need to be wearing goggles. I haven't seen anybody personally wearing a goggles and a mask yet. I don't know if anybody's going to do so. That may have been just a, a, a test run to see how it was going to do. But my thing is this. 
they're sitting here feeding us lie after lie after lie after lie. So we know pretty much everything about this entire COVID. It's a complete total lie. I mean, let's let's be real about it. It's it's pretty much complete total lie. I mean, they're sitting here they're sitting here shutting down the aspects of unemployment, which some aspects, I get it, some people were abusing it, other people may have really needed it because they've had everything shut down and taken away from them, but now we're giving another, I mean, just yes, uh, two days ago, Trump announced they're giving another $2.1 billion to Big Pharma for more COVID vaccine research. I mean, the money does it in right now. It literally is like a funnel. It's a giant funnel, and they're pouring the money down this funnel as fast as they can spend it. I mean, by the time it's all said and done, the amount of debt we're going to take on this year as a country, it's probably going to be upwards of $10 trillion. You wait and see. You, I guarantee we're going to have another round of stimulus. Guarantee we're going to have another round or another COVID thing. It, it's it's going to be pushing seven, eight, nine, ten trillion dollars by the time we're all said and done with it, which I, I can't even, it's hard to even fathom. It's hard to even fathom that level of cash. And at the same time, you see George Soros, big banker globalist boy cut out, just got donated another over $100,000 to PAC, which is basically called the Missouri Justice Safety PAC. And it's done to support Democratic uh, candidates in Missouri. And so we found out now this prolific donor, Soros, cut a check for $116,000 last month to PAC, which was created to help support Gardner. Basically, the uh, prosecuting attorney over there, Soros, was the only donor listed on the Missouri filing. As of August 1st, the group has spent 104000 of the $116,000 Soros just donated last week, <laughs> with 78000 directly to Garner's campaign. What's interesting about this as well, now Garner, to clarify this so you guys know, Garner is the one who caught national attention after she charged Mark and Patricia McClowski for brandishing weapons on their own property when a group of hundreds of BLM terrorists kicked in the gate and started making death threats to them in person, and they brandished weapons on their own property while people were making threats of great bodily harm. This is that Garner that's basically charging them criminally now. Now, it's interesting about this. She's charged them with felony charges, and she chose, obviously, to not charge the protesters whatsoever, even the ones that were arrested in June during the George Floyd protest completely dropped all charges. However, Garner now is being questioned for failing to disclose her travel outside Missouri as acquired by state law. According to a recent report by Ken 4 Garner went on several vacations paid for by the activist group Fair and Just Prosecution without disclosing the trips. Now, at the same time, she's getting hundreds of thousands of dollars from George Soros to basically push his agenda, and this is what we see going on. And I'm going to say it again. We are seeing the communist overthrow of the United States government and the United States populace right now. The Republican or even the right-wing conservatives are being completely and totally overthrown by all this money that's going into it right now. I mean, we're seeing the aspects of you can't have a funeral for your mom that died of COVID, but you can go out and protest in the tens of thousands anywhere you want. You can go anywhere and do anything if you're going to riot and protest, but you can't have a party with more than 10 people 
for your son. You're seeing people get arrested for walking outside their house after they break quarantine down here in Florida because they didn't stay in their room for 14 days. But yet people can go out and have mass protest and burn and tear things down. This is the exact template of the Bolshevik revolution with the overthrow of Russia and turning it basically into a full-blown communist dictatorship. We're watching it, guys, right in front of our eyes. And unless we start speaking up and standing our ground with this, it's going to happen very, very quickly. There's a reason why they're funneling all this money. There's a reason why the NFL pumped another, what, 200-something million dollars, the head of the NFL, into the Black Lives Matter terrorist group. This is what I've said before, because people always ask me this question. What can we do about it? They're doing this, they're doing that. First thing you can do is full-blown civil disobedience with this ridiculous pandemic, just like the New Jersey gym owners did over the weekend. They kicked in their wooden door that was propped up by basically law enforcement after they were arrested and told they could not have the gym open, but at the same time, there were thousands of people protesting, and they were arrested for having a few people in their gym working out. I was very proud of those guys. They kicked in the door, said gym's back open again. We absolutely will not listen to tyrannical rulings pushed upon us like we're in England again. So they went out, kicked the door in, gym's reopened. Don't wear a mask. If you're not in a serious situation where you need to be wearing an M50 gas mask in a, you know, a hospital or a nursing home, don't wear a mask. Endure it. Push through it. If that's the least amount of confrontation you got to have, I promise you, doing this right now is going to be a heck of a lot easier than what's about to happen in the next couple months if we don't stand up and say something. That's, right. that's what's so funny to me about this. If so many people are so conditioned and they want to have no conflict and they want to have no problems, they really think if they just comply right now, it's going to get better and everything's going to go away because they've been lied to. This is not going to get better, and it's not going to go away unless we push back. There's a reason why you can't even get guns for a decent price right now. Ammunition sold out nationwide. Glock 19 and 17, normal 9mm Glocks that go for $450, are pushing seven, eight, nine hundred dollars if you can even find one right now. There's a reason why everybody is stockpiling ammunition in mass. People realize that are awake about what is going to happen. All you have right. to do is read a history book, Dad. And, and that's the problem, officer. People don't read history books. They haven't. Never, they don't. They never taught us about the Russian Revolution in high school. Even when I was in high school back in the '60s, they never taught us any of this stuff. They didn't teach us what happened with the Rothschild banking cartel, who funded the Russian Revolution, who overthrew the Tsar, who killed the Tsar's family. They didn't teach us any of that stuff. They never told us it was the bankers who did it. It's always the same cabalists that do this. Whether it's pushing the Schofield Bible through Samuel Untermeyer and Cyrus Schofield, the career criminal, whether it's that group, it's still the same people. They're controlling everything, but yet they want to point it. That's why I'm so just pissed off, excuse my language, at all these alt people on, you know, all these alternative media people saying it's China, 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 China. It's stupid. It's not China. It's the international banking cartel but they don't want to talk about that because it goes back to zionism and they don't want to be branded an anti-semite 
So they won't say it. I listened to Steve Panacek yesterday. He was doing an interview. Great interview. He went on for 30 minutes. And he danced around the tulips. I mean, tiptoed through the daisies. I mean, said everything but the truth. Now, 90% of what he was saying was true. But he wouldn't point out the cabalist bankers that are doing it. He wouldn't put that. It was all the little subplot things that were going on. And you have all these alternative talk shows that want to blame China for everything. Now, it's the Chinese coronavirus. You see it posted on their websites. China virus, China virus. No, it's not. It's the international banker virus. It's these groups of guys that are using this. A virus that's not even fatal, not even as bad as the flu, to shut down the world economies. And it's insane that we want to blame it all on China. Why? Why do we have to blame it on China? Because the Russian boogeyman narrative failed, didn't it, friends? The Russians influenced the last election. They got Trump and voted. No, they didn't. The CIA in our country is completely controlled by the international bankers. The CIA is a satanic organization. They used to have witches on payroll. I'm not making it up. It's a satanic group of people at the highest levels. They like to torture people. What kind of sickos are this? I mean, this is the group that is controlled by the international bank. The CIA, the Mossad, the MI6, they're all controlled by the same banker families. It's all the same group. It's always the same people. And it's so frustrating to me that the American population have been so lied to and haven't been told the truth about what is happening. Trump now. Trump, of course, he's, he's basically reading his script. Demands change because there's too much income disparity after COVID-19. Oh, is, is Trump becoming a socialist now? It's an article on Breitbart. we got to get rid of income disparity. Now, 36 people infected on a cruise ship outside of Norway being diagnosed with COVID. 36 crew members have been treated positive, have been tested positive for COVID-19 on board Herta Gergen's MS Rottel Amsterdam, currently docked in Norway, according to a statement. So they got to make sure they keep that cruise industry shut down too, don't they, guys? Always keep it shut down. Now, here's another interesting little quip here. You can be banned on Twitter for questioning transgenderism. Oh, yeah, because that's the narrative, isn't it? Let's inject everybody with as much alternative DNA as we can to confuse their sexual preferences or what they even are as a human being, whether they have an X or Y chromosome, because now they've been so infused with other people's DNA from these aborted fetuses, they don't even know what they are anymore, along with all the hormones they've been given through soy and through the food supply. So you can be banned from Twitter for questioning transgenderism, but why are accounts still advocating pedophilia still on the site? Because the Kabbalists and the Zohar think that pedophilia is okay. They think it's okay to have sex with a two- or three-year-old child. Oh, yeah, that's what they think. They want to promote that, and they want to make sure they promote their hermaphroditic world with boys or girls and girls or boys. Listen to Friday's show. I talked about it in depth. I love you guys. I appreciate you. You guys are awesome. I love you. This is the day the Lord hath made. Remember that. We are in this, but we are not part of this. We're looking at it from the outside looking in. And just realize, guys, that the people who are wearing those masks have been deceived. They've been lied to. Don't judge them for wearing a mask. Try to teach them to listen to our show and to think outside of the box with concrete, rational thought. I love you guys. Remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in all things. Love you. Austin, finish it up.
Well said, absolutely. I'll talk some more tomorrow. I didn't get to touch base on it today, but the whole entire sham of TikTok. I started doing some more research over the weekend and found out that the whole aspect of TikTok and the Chinese operations behind it, well, that is true. There's a whole lot more that we weren't told about this whole thing, including the fact that TikTok had virtually no censorship of alternative media. However, the Chinese were collecting data off of it. The main reason why all of a sudden it got a push after two years to get banned is because uh, Zuckerberg from Facebook tried to buy it and they declined the deal. And as soon as they declined the deal, Zuckerberg blasted them on social media and demanded they be banned. And of course, Trump capitulated, and then Microsoft, imagine that, out of nowhere now, Microsoft is pretty much closing a deal with them to avoid them being banned in the U.S. So you can only imagine that once Microsoft owns it, it will be right back up in there with the social media platform of full-blown censorship, just like every other social media platform that we are now witnessing in mass censorship right now. Thank you guys for the support. Continue to forward out this show. Feel free to email us if you need anything or call us 1-800-726-1834. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter, the product of the week, Testo Plus. Great product, massively increased testosterone production on sale right now for over 10% off. Check it out and be sure to vote for what you want to see win as product of the week next week, or excuse me, this week on Wednesday. Thank you guys for the support. Stay strong, stand your ground, and speak your mind, my friends. Stay prepped for anything. I appreciate you. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.